Good morning, happy Saturday. Welcome to the Chase the Vase podcast. I am your host, Brock Bevel. It is December 11th, 2021. Coming to you with some bonus material. Wanted to chat with you and follow up on an email I received this week from a a gentleman that I don't know. I've never met him. But basically, in, in in a nutshell, the email read, hey man, I'm struggling to to see the good in 2022. I'm really struggling to see any changes in our government. I'm not seeing any changes in his own personal life. And he's just struggling to see up. And before we jump into that email, I want to make sure that I take a second to thank those first responders, those men and women who dress up every day, who suit up every day, who show up every day for us to give their lives, put their lives on the line for us to be that sheepdog between us and the danger. Thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. And we are praying for you. Now let's get back to this email. And this 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 question is looming. This question is, is difficult to answer if you think about it. Because, I mean, really, what's up with 2022? What changes have we seen? We just saw a tornado go through and kill 30-something people between last night and this morning. We just see the government. uh, We see gas prices going up and inflation going up and food prices going up and the stress of the holidays. Man, there's just tons and tons of stuff going on. So how do I slow myself down? How do I take the time to look up? How do I take the time to see what's really going on out there? Well, this takes me to a a scientific project that was done in the 1950s. This project or this experiment was involved 34 rats. And it was a pretty brutal study. It was conducted at Harvard like I said, in the 1950s by Dr. Kurt Richter. And basically what he did is he wanted to see how long rats could tread water. So he put them in a pool of water to test them, to test their resolve. So let me ask you a question. First of all, man, who thinks of these experiments? I mean, really? Why? Why Why would we take rats? I mean, the Navy SEALs do it. They put uh, humans in water and they test how long their mental fortitude can stay up, how long they can tread water, you know, to get to, to give them some training. Now, how long do you think these rats treaded water? Well, on an average, what do you think? And I'm going to give you a second to think about this. Um, we're going to give you some Jeopardy music, right? Anyway, so so think about that. On average, you, if they put you in a pool of water, how long could you tread water? And I'm talking not a backpack. You don't have boots on. You don't have a helmet on. You don't have any clothes. You don't have nothing. Just maybe your shorts and a, if you're a woman, a, a bathing suit. How long could you tread water? Well, on an average, these rats were able to tread water before sinking for approximately 15 minutes. Now, here's where the study kind of went a little bit, I don't know, just maniacal, if you will. 
But right before these rats would drown and go underwater due to just complete exhaustion, the researchers, the scientists, boom, would pluck them out. You dry them off, let them hang out for a minute, let them rest, recover, regroup, if you will, and then he would put them back in for another round. Ooh. So, so in this second attempt, let me ask you again, how long do you think they lasted? I'm going to give you another little bit of time. First time was 15 minutes. Now they've done it again. Remember, please understand, they've just swam until exhaustion minutes ago. They lasted 15 minutes. So how long do you think? What do you believe? Three minutes? Five minutes? No. 60 hours. Yes. Not an error. Not a mistake. Not 10 minutes. Not five minutes. Not seven minutes. Not an hour. 60 hours. Please hear me out. That's right. 60 hours. Why? Why? You know, at the end of of, of the experiment, we got to figure this out. We got to know. I got to know. The conclusion was drawn by Dr. Kurt Richter that the rats believed that there was a rescue coming. So they were willing to push their bodies for 60 hours and, and there's no telling, maybe they lasted longer. I just wonder if they lasted longer than the scientists were willing to spend in there. But why the first time did they go 15 minutes? The second time, 60 hours. Now, they believed they would be rescued. We talk a lot in addiction recovery about being rescued. We, we tell you, and, and it is our belief that nobody's coming to rescue us. Nobody's going to pluck you out of the water. But in reality, I hope there is. I hope that this year in 2020, there is a mind switch for you. I hear so often that I'm always going to be an addict. Listen, I'm always going to be fat. I'm always going to be unhappy. I'm going to be stuck in this dead-end job that sucks. I'm always going to have a bad relationship with my wife or my kids or my husband. I'm getting old. I'm too stuck in my ways. I'm too tired. Listen, it is my opinion that humans or rats are very different. But I think we can learn a lot from this experiment. Where individuals have hope, it is my opinion that we have a much higher level of grit, of perseverance, of determination. We can take a lot more. I believe that we will keep fighting if we believe that there's a chance of being rescued. I believe there's a, a, a... We will keep fighting if we have hope. But we know what happens when there's 
no hope. We see this on a daily basis. When people lose hope, they lose faith. When they lose faith, a lot of times they, they lose their life. Now, now, what does this mean in, in a world of recovery? In my world, in your world, from a recovery perspective, this finding from this experiment means that we are more resilient than we think we are. That we can persevere in the face of addiction. That we can handle these difficult situations if we have our mind right. So listen, if we find sobriety from time to time, if we find, if we believe our life is better without the drug, without the alcohol, if we believe that our future is better, we will be able to drive. We will be able to fight through these difficult situations. The important part is that we believe in ourselves. What does it mean for you? When we look at 2022, what are you seeing? Our resiliency can be an important factor in our recovery, in our sobriety. Yes, it's a bit difficult, this concept to, to really understand, to pin down uh, and the, the ebb and flow of this. But these are the steps that we can take to improve our sobriety. Improving our self-awareness will help us improve our well-being. So I guess I got some questions about 2022. What is the role of hope? What are you feeling? What do you believe? This year, I want to leave with you with some thoughts. I, I hope that in 2022, that you take care of your mind, body, and spirit, and that you do what you feel is right for you. I hope you allow yourself to have these emotions, to face them and not run from them. I hope that you face that monster that is under your bed and you punch him right in the face. Stop feeding it. Stop patronizing it. Stop making it comfortable. Be willing to take the stand and put a line in the sand, man, and just be willing to fight. Man, we it is time. And, and it sucks that we have to make 2022. How about make December 11th of 2021 your day? I hope that you can look back on this year and you can laugh and that you can see that you had a lot of wins, that you made some memories, that you had some kick-ass adventures in your life. I hope that the pain, the shame, the heartbreak, the losses that you experienced, that you can leave them behind but use them as a lesson. I hope that you understand that mistakes are just that. They don't really exist. They are 
leaping points. They're their opportunity for growth. They are pivot points. They are opportunities for you to evolve and change if you dare. Give yourself some love. Give yourself some kindness. Show yourself some compassion. And I hope that you can look in the mirror. That you can find hope. I leave you with an invitation that a buddy shared with me this week. And I hope this answers your question, my friend. I hope that 2021 or 2022 is looking up. I hope you get some excitement. But I want you to do me a favor. You know, we we spend a lot of time at red lights. We spend a lot of time driving. Here's what I hope. Here's what I would like to see us implement in 2022. Maybe just a just a quick and easy way for us to uh, make some little little changes. I hope that you can come to red lights in 2022, and that you can take that moment at the light while you're stopped and you can say a prayer for those who need it most. I don't know how many times you stop at a red light on a daily basis, five, six, seven, but think about it. If we could just stop 10, 15 seconds and pray for those individuals who are going through it, who need it, who deserve it, who would benefit from it. I hope that you show some courage in your vulnerability. I hope you take some belief that your voice matters, that you have a choice in these decisions. So please, that's the invitation. I don't want to ramble on, but I want you to take all red lights this year. And I want you to say a prayer for those people who are struggling and that, that you can bless them that they will find the light, that they will find recovery, that they will maintain sobriety, that they will maintain peace, that they will maintain calm, that our emotions will be left in check. I I leave you this. I leave you with, with hope that you understand that tomorrow is not promised. So you better make today count. I love you. I invite you to keep chasing the vase. Please check out the Stripling Warrior Challenge at www.striplingwarriorchallenge.com. I invite you in 2022 to overcome some of these addictions that you experience. This challenge focuses on pornography, but it's all the same, man. If you're struggling with depression, if you're struggling with gambling, alcohol, drugs, self-worth, man, it's all the same. I invite you to chase the vase. Till next time, I love you. I'm out.